Bitcoin and Co. The podcast about crypto economy and the future of money. Hosted by author and speaker Anita Posch. Hello and welcome to this episode of my Bitcoin and Co. podcast. I'm happy that you're listening. You can find more details about this episode at www.bitcoincopodcast.com. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it on social media, leave a review on iTunes and recommend it to your friends. This supports the continuation of the podcast. The more listeners and subscribers, the more people gain knowledge about Bitcoin and Co. too. Follow me on Twitter at Anita Posch and subscribe to my newsletter to get updates on new episodes. If you like to support the podcast, you can become a sponsor or donate to the Bitcoin address you'll find on the website at www.bitcoincopodcast.com slash support. Thanks for your attention. Let's start with the episode after this short message from our sponsors. Start accepting Bitcoin, Dash or Litecoin for your business today with the Salamantex cryptocurrency payment service. The SX1801 POS terminal by Salamantex offers an easy system for you to accept payments in cryptocurrency absolutely risk-free and receive the exact amount in fiat, such as Euro or US Dollar, into your company account. Easy tax reporting tools and system integrations allow you to just go ahead with your business as usual. Sign up now with Salamantex and start the easy way to crypto pay. Find more information at salamantex.com. That's S-A-L-A-M-A-N-T-E-X.com. Today's guest is Robbie Schwertner, also known as Crypto Robbie. Welcome, Robbie. Yeah, hi Anita, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for your time. I'm happy that you joined. Um, let's start. Tell us a little bit about your professional background and how did you become crypto Robbie? Oh, I've quite yeah, some years of experience. That's the matter of age. It's the time. Um, I started my career um, after studying um Biology and also electrotechnics. Um, I did a high school in electrotechnics. Uh, I continued and uh, working for an NGO, so I worked in refugee camps and um, in infrastructure relief aid. Later, I was in the consulting business, uh, worked some years in China, and finally ended up back in Austria with the Austrian Research Fund. I headed these smart cities. Um, City of Tomorrow program. It's a planning program, energy program, housing program, research project. And there, four years ago, the topic blockchain came up because there was the idea to make blockchain, to use blockchain for energy trading. It was at the very beginning that was Bitcoin was just the only really known technology. And that's where we had to uh, look deeper into that technology. And so that was the starting point for you to look into it. For me, it was the starting point to understand or not understand in the beginning, totally not understand. And at first I thought it's a, it's a row of buildings, you know, block chain, a chain of blocks. You know, I come <laughs> yeah, from this yeah, business. It's a chain of so blocks. Chain of blocks of But houses. Nakamoto talked from a chain of blocks and not from a blockchain. <laughs> yes, true. Chain of blocks. And, uh, but of course, fast I understood very, very soon I understood. 
It's a database which has a decentralized approach, which is nice and which can be used to, yes, trade a lot of value on the blockchain in, in energy business, in mobility. One can use it in many ways. And were there any projects um, that were realized then? You know that got at into this real life? stage it was a, it was a research program. And with research, it's always like this. It always takes minimum three times as long as you think it will take okay. to the market. So research, it's it science. It was really projects where we had test cases, where we had trials. It was risky, of course, and then the outcome was very unclear, but it was uh, also lots of studies, so there's a lot of paperwork in, in research, that's usual, I mean, that's what universities often involved in Austrian or international research institutions, together with utility companies, energy utilities. But the beginning was just very, 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 how to say, um, simple, very, 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 just to identify the, in general, Can energy be traded over blockchain? Is the speed fast enough? And we knew from the beginning Ethereum would never work out fine because with this very limited transaction times, we, we can have, but it was still a model to design faster blockchains in the, in the future. Or what blockchains do we need? Which we have now. The Energy Web Foundation runs a Tobalaba blockchain now and Siemens recently joined. So, What has begun four years ago seems to get more uh, standard today. Um, is Siemens also in the Brooklyn microgrid project? I, I don't. I'm not. I'm oh, not okay. sure about that. But I'm sure that Siemens is in, in. When Siemens enters a project like the Energy Web Foundation, the for my uh, to my opinion, that's the standard future standard blockchain in energy. At least one of the standards. And it's European. That's really nice. Also, the, the centers in Berlin, they have excellent coders from Ethereum. So they took them in, brought some energy people, and now Siemens boarding. That is a sign that this technology, yeah, that this technology, blockchain technology, is entering a new phase. So it's not about cryptocurrencies and trading, but we talk really about the technological side of that business. Mm -hmm. So, and then coming back to your career, mm. uh, then you decided to get a full-time yeah. in no, crypto. Actually, actually um, three years ago, I really wanted to know, understand blockchain. It took me two years to really understand it. Yeah, I really have an, at least a slight idea of what hashes means, what the decentralization means, or what nodes, nonces, keys, and so on. All this vocabulary, which usually defines a new technology, a breakthrough technology. Um, I decided at a certain point that I don't want to continue working for the Austrian government, but uh, have my own freedom, my liberty, and, and being my own boss. So I founded a consultancy company. I do um, classically blockchain technology consulting, mostly talking economics, business planning, but also I do influencer marketing for projects. I speak at conferences. I talk to podcasts like Bitcoin Co. <laughs> Um, podcast.com from you and others I blog a lot I write a lot on LinkedIn I have a follow crowd which follow my blogs and my, my comments and I created the return on society uh, hashtag I had this feeling that the blockchain sphere was so much dominated by money 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 and it's sad it made me really sad I was disappointed because this technology is meant to be a revolution, a next 
layer of financial services not depending on states and governments but so that's that's how i came to also this this new um like term on return on society blockchain use cases which make sense which have an added value to society mm -hmm. which are in the fields of like green energy real estate Uh, return on society. Return on society first means it's not only return on investment. That just the people who get the, who give the money to build some projects get the return, but also the customers and also people being not necessarily customer of a certain uh, product of certain project. But this technology shall also be used that everybody can profit from that, that there is an added value to society. And I look for projects, and this is not confined to energy, mobility, financial service, but it has really every day's life. When I go to the hairdresser, I want to pay, and then this payment should be in a way that not the banks get rich, but I use a system, a technology where I don't have to pay, like for WhatsApp. We don't pay much for WhatsApp now. Um, it's, 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 it's a new way of how financial business can be tailored. Yeah. And the mistakes of the history shall not be repeated again. And that's why I mean, so angry that that's why I focus on these projects. I really try to find them. It's hard <laughs> on one hand side. And it's not, of course, confined to, uh, refugee programs, which are necessary or, um, banking the unbanked, but it's, Pure, uh, it's also very daily life projects for even in, in developed countries. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, and even in, let's say, the word developed countries, mm. which we shouldn't use actually, but I, I, I don't know any better one. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just mentioned WhatsApp, for instance. I mean, we don't pay, but we pay with our data, as we know. Um, yeah. And there was another security breach at Facebook in the last week. And I mean, this uh, technology also would allow us to exchange money in a decentralized manner without those intermediaries, so also without Facebook, which would also increase our privacy. True. So actually, there are lots and lots of applications, as you also uh, say, um, which could, could help everybody. And I mean, last year, it was all about who owns the next Lambo. Huh? So, yeah. And yeah. I, I know that you and me, we're not in this. Yeah, so we are interested in the, as you say, return on society project. Yeah, I mean the Lambo made it important. It, I think it needs both. It needs this crazy crowd who really talks about it, believes that it makes you rich and in a, a very fast. Obviously, this was necessary to put Bitcoin it to the next level. Yeah. That at least it's realized by the masses. Because the question to me is how to reach the 99%. In Austria, there's a study two weeks ago. Um, this was uh, done by the Austrian Central Bank. Actually, I heard this number. 2% of the Austrians have traded cryptocurrencies. So there is still 98% who didn't. And so if you talk about Bitcoin and its fame and so on, we are living in this bubble as, yeah, yeah. as I'm part of this scene and you, Anita, yeah. are, are in, in this bubble. We have to find ways to reach the masses. This craze about it helps. But of course, after the craze comes the fear, the panic, yep. which we see now, which is also good, which is also good. Yeah, it's also a feeling. It's a strong feeling. And this makes people think, oh, okay, 
this can go down again, this can lose value. It's not only it goes up, yeah, but it's, it's a good learning. It's, mean, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a good learning for the crowd. And Wonderful. Yeah, I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really <laughs> like that. But actually, yeah. it's not about the value in euros or in, in US dollar. I mean, it's, it's about the technology and what it, um, um, the possibilities we have from it because as you yeah, say there are lots, lots of people other outside. blockchain yeah they are not yeah. interested they That's want to boring. use things boring exactly boring. and I think that is what is needed in, in every space of this uh, crypto space is uh, trust yeah to get trust again and trust and uh, applications with good usability yeah and uh, that help people because then they will use it Yeah, but I mean, now we see, uh, what I see is we need blockchain use cases where we actually in future will not see that it's blockchain use yeah, cases. Sure, yeah. We will not think about the technology. We use internet now in every corner of our life and we don't think But when I call via Skype and not about the internet, how it works, is it decentralized or centralized? No, we will use this, uh, this technology as we use our cooking stove and making a water boiler and dishwashing machine, probably washing machine. We will use that and not think about it. But for that to reach that level, it needs a certain, um, amount of investment to bring it to a certain level. When we, when we think about the first cars, yeah, the cars, when the, when the cars were invented, the, the first argument was, yeah, these cars are too expensive. The, it's, the fuel is too expensive and it's stinky. Yeah, the horses you can let out in the garden and, 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 and on the field and the crop field for the cars, you need a garage and so on. You need uh, storage. In a lot of spare parts, hundreds of arguments. We see this with blockchain now. It costs, it's a lot of energy consumption. It's slow. It's still expensive, which is all true. Yeah. Bitcoin is very slow. Bitcoin, 10 minutes a block. Yeah. So I have to wait 10 minutes until my transaction is, it's not very practical when I go grocery shopping, paying with Bitcoins, waiting 10 minutes. No. Um, of course, there will be maybe solutions with Bitcoin or with other cryptocurrencies where we have that speed. But first of all, we, what is for me, and that makes me so convinced, and that's why I quit my job, I studied this thing, convinced me so much, is that I see the future of this technology. This bubble of the um, blockchain will not burst. It will stay, and it will have, will have these wonderful use cases for the unbanked, for the, for, in energy, in supply chain, in mobility, in every day of its life. And that's where I see the future of this technology also in the long run. Mm -hmm. Can you maybe give some examples of projects that have this um, positive vision and outcome maybe in the coming years? Yeah, I, for instance, I, I work on, on mobility cases at the moment. I, I collect them. Um, just to give you an, a, a figure, I, I come from the real estate and energy business. In energy, you have approximately a very rough figure, but I, I found around 200 projects in energy business, yeah? Different projects. Worldwide. In, uh, worldwide, worldwide, yeah. And in a real estate business, you have maybe 300 projects, of which maybe in the meantime, and we talk, maybe two die every day. <laughs> so because of the market situation. <laughs> yeah. But still, we have a number of hundreds. With mobility projects, we have less than 100. I found around 50 projects. Some of them already died, or it's not sure the state. Some are halted. But there are some projects which are prospering. For instance, 
when we talk about mobility as a service, but we have really an app, an, an application where I can book. I travel from point A to point B and I go there and I want these kilometers or miles here yeah, as a service and I have an app and that they provide me with that. And it's no, I can use a plane, I can use a train, I, maybe somebody's going there, car sharing, maybe there is a rental car company wants to uh, bring the car. And that's a use case uh, where I think we have a chance that this could be a fast adoption because we have Uber already in place. We have these digital platforms and there it could continue. But I cannot tell this is a successful project mm -hmm. yet. It's too early to say, yeah, that's the next big thing. But I know, kind of feel at least, <laughs> that the direction what they are doing with this platform um, is the right thing. And we will save a lot of energy, by the way, with that. And it has a real, uh, re, um, how to say, sustainability approach mm. also. I, I agree on this point exactly. Uh, I mean, especially with Uber, for instance, mm. because um, they have prepared the way that people are used to a kind of a sharing economy. But Uber is still a centralized service. But I think if the infrastructure is there, uh, something like Uber could be disrupted Easily, very, very fast. Yeah, true. I agree. I agree. But, I, yeah. Yeah. but I, I, what I understood, mm -hmm. uh, the platform you were talking about mm -hmm. as an idea or a concept, I don't know, is like connecting all the dots, not only sharing cars or mm -hmm. sharing drivers, but yeah. um, um, traveling from A to B with any um, vehicle. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem is now Now I work with all the company companies, which means they, my body would be uh, like, uh, you know, covered with NDAs, non-disclosure agreements <laughs> okay, all over, yeah, okay. which may, puts me in a position. I cannot talk so much about it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Let's but, talk just but, about the idea. Yeah, the idea is uh, the idea is manifold, but it is about mobility. It is about uh, a way to find new solutions for the mobility sector. And there are car companies, there are uh, governments interested. There is uh, traffic um, traffic management companies. There's of course financial services. So it's not one company yeah, yeah. who will solve that. But we look at that and, uh, that business at the moment. Yeah, and they would connect. On a, on a base layer like a blockchain or, or what would they um, what's the the, the idea is to use blockchain <laughs> in the first place but and that's the ma uh, main point what we when we say we decentralize everything and so on we will at the moment that's the the, the uh, mainstream idea in this blockchain feed is let's decentralize the world because it's more Uh, it brings more democracy it, it has a new way of consensus finding and nice ways But one cannot be naive because we have this communistic ideology and the decentralization ideology is similar. I see it, it's over-ideologized, how to put it like this. So the ideology, if it's too strong, maybe the real life um, is a bit different and then this wonderful concept uh, breaks apart. This could happen because we will see for sure decentralized system will be re-centralized again. It could be that sometimes if we don't, we have to learn this still. We have not the perfect mechanism how to keep decentralized systems decentralized. Because when we have complete decentralization, that means that the behavior of people maybe um, is overestimated to be too good, yeah? that everybody contributes mm -hmm. in a positive way. But if you have 
that the problem always is to take, have have the idea of taking over, yeah, which is I think also part of the human being is neutral. He can be good, she can be bad, he he can be bad, she can be good. We can be all, yeah. We have the decision. Sometimes we are good and bad at the same minute, in the same minute, yeah. So the behavior is very unpredictable, and so behavior for such large decentralized systems. It's very hard to uh, define, even mathematically perfectly proven. We could see that there are groups yeah, forming, and we see this with Bitcoin. Bitcoin has three mining pools worldwide, three large mining pools. So they cooperate together. It's it's not completely perfectly decentralized. Maybe then in the future it will be more decentralized. And there's also with Ethereum, three mining pools. Yeah, EOS, the, the new platform, 21 block providers also um, a kind of decentralization, but 21. It's not, it's, I mean, the, our, um, Erste Bank, which is the largest bank in Austria, Erste Bank has, is maybe more decentralized than these EOS because they have more servers around. Yeah. So it's, it's a matter of how we look at these technologies and decentralization as such. But I think, um, of course, it goes into the direction more decentralization, but we shall not be naive. And this is what was happening when we established mobility projects. We have to look, okay, is the decentralization part of blockchain the interesting one? Or is it the safe database? Because it's also, it has a cryptography aspect. You can use blockchain in a way that you, um, you, you store data very safely that nobody has access. It has also another, um, is it just used to, um, um, to, to transfer some funds? Yeah. Is it for, for what, what is the currency? Is it kilometer? Is it money? How would you decide? And these are lots of questions that you see. So we are really at the beginning of, of this exploration. But there's lots of ideas around in this space and a lot of clever people too. Before we continue our show, a short message from our sponsors. Thanks for listening and we will be back soon. Start accepting Bitcoin, Dash or Litecoin for your business today with the Salamantex cryptocurrency payment service. The SX1801 POS terminal by Salamantex offers an easy system for you to accept payments in cryptocurrency absolutely risk-free and receive the exact amount in fiat, such as Euro or US Dollar, into your company account. Easy tax reporting tools and system integrations allow you to just go ahead with your business as usual. Sign up now with Salamantex and start the easy way to crypto pay. Find more information at salamantex.com. That's S-A-L-A-M-A-N-T-E-X.com. What do you think is the next uh, bigger step in 2019, for instance, in the space? Um, yeah. Uh, the biggest step is, um, I would say, uh, the first party is over, and it's headache. So yeah, it's it, it's it's headache. Um, it's we we all suffered. 2018 was a year of suffering. It's just how much can we suffer more? 
to see the market decline, depression, uh, another hack reported, another data breach, problem, even the blockchain, uh, so-called safe, secure blockchains field. So of course, it's the entry point, isn't So we will have the, 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 the day after the part is over. So the next morning is really bad. It will be a headache. It will be... Oh my God, where I am? What are we doing here? Is this blockchain just a psychosis, you know, for the <laughs> mass psychosis? Uh, is it, is it just a, was it just it's erupted here yeah, and then will disappear? And here I say, no, blockchain technology will stay. I'm very sure. So we will see more enterprises entering the field, large corporations looking more thoroughly in that field. They will have a more uh, structured approach. They will, the projects will be better. I see already the quality increasing of projects, although there is no money. Investors don't invest. In China, three large investors yesterday reported, no, we, at the moment we don't invest in blockchain projects. For me, it's a good sign because that says... Maybe it's a good time, a good time to invest in blockchain projects. Yeah? When too many say it's not a good time, maybe it's a good time. Mm. As also we can learn from Warren Buffett, by the way. He always said Bitcoin is a big hype and he doesn't like it and it's no value really. But two fintech companies of his, in, uh, now he invested into fintech companies recently. So obviously there is an approach to this technology, even by these big investors which say officially... This is all bullshit. I don't invest in what I don't understand. Is yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, Which is actually a good thing to do. I maybe think. he should yeah. not invest too much in this sentence anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I mean, you just mentioned China. I think yeah. you, you worked and lived there. I lived in China, yes. For, um, I worked five years, but I permanently lived two years. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know... I speak some Chinese, <laughs> but I'm limited. But I can, yeah. But yeah. what's the word for blockchain in Chinese? Is uh, there a word? There is a word. It's called... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what do you know? <laughs> Tien, yeah. No, it's, it's uh, of course, Tian, Tian, Tian uh, and something, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can tell me anything, yeah, of course, but maybe of course, our yeah, listeners of course, know. <laughs> of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, I should know. <laughs> so, you're traveling there also quite often. Yes. Um, uh, what's what would you say? What are the differences in those in the blockchain space in the projects and companies uh, between Asia and Europe? Yeah, because I guess you you have a, a yeah few, yeah. I mean, if you talk about Asia, it starts from India towards yeah, Pakistan, speak. India to to Southeast Asia, the ASEAN block, and finally China and, and Korea. My focus is on on uh, Singapore. I work now also for a uh, company based in Singapore. It's a fund. It's also a crypto fund. Um, and also in China, I, I have, I don't have projects at the moment in China, but ties to projects there. I bring them to Europe and in Korea, South Korea and South Korea, for instance, uh, compared to Austria, 30% of South Korean workers, um, owned cryptocurrencies. So in Austria, it's 2% and in South Korea, 30%. Traded, uh, traded cryptocurrencies. Okay, they, they don't a, earn it for work. So no, 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 they no. Trade they it. trade. They, they just they, buy it and trade. Like it. yeah, they they had it. They're so, users. Yeah. So it's more than ten times more percentage wise than we have in Europe probably. Mm -hmm. So there is a great interest in this new technology. The uh, government say in in China and. and also South Korea to some extent are very clear we don't want ICOs so initial coin offerings are forbidden you cannot finance your startup with a coin 
but uh, they uh, very much support blockchain technology. The in in Hangzhou, that's central China, they invested 1.4 billion US dollar in a blockchain development center. So they they push the technology as they do in AI and robotics. They push the technology, but they're very clear about the financial part. They want still to be control in control of the currency. And of course, in China, is is a big gambling country. Gambling for money is very common, also in Korea. So they're big gamblers. Maybe, maybe I kind of understand that they have a more careful approach when it comes to cryptocurrencies. But still, of course, these regimes, like in China, or these these governments in China, which tend to take control of 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 what's going on, they also want to. Take control of the of blockchain, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but but um, owning uh, crypto assets is not illegal in China, is it? Um, it's China. like a bit like like uh, cannabis in in Europe. Yeah, you, maybe <laughs> you, you can have it, but you are not allowed to buy it. Yeah. It's just a question how you got it. Yeah, yeah. it's similar. It's similar. Yeah. Uh, so of course, lots of have still some cryptocurrencies because they bought before it was uh, forbidden. Mm. Now they have it. They have these assets. And they try to find ways to trade it. It's hard for them to trade. There are ways. Um, Bobby Lee, for instance, the first founder of the first crypto exchange, he explained ways that it's possible for them to trade. But it's it's kind of this gray zone of you shouldn't better be caught. They shouldn't. Yeah. So it's hard for them to trade. Yeah. Mm, and if you compare the startup scene in uh, in the blockchain space, yeah, is um, it more? Uh, you know, the startup scene is different because in, in the U.S., if I would put the U.S. as the most startup-friendly company uh, country where you really get funded funds easily, also there is this big Sequoia and other funds. In Europe, it's a bit less. You have this uh, risk fund, but there are also large venture capital funds in China, and it's uh, it's it's just a very young, it's very young business. We have some um, startups, but usually they're linked to large companies. So that's a bit different. That It's not just people find themselves and then they have a good idea. They start a company. That's rare. In, in, com- in China, it's usually you have a strong company or boss of a company, usually elderly man with lots of money available. He invests in that company. The structure is different. different. But if you look at the blockchain projects, you know... Yeah. Where do those come from mainly? I mean, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In financial sector, crypto trading, gambling, crypto trading. Uh, okay, let's speak in Asia. Yes, but yes. Some things like. Uh, but it's a contradiction because you cannot trade in in, China, yeah. in Asia. So what they do, for instance, large uh, crypto exchanges like Huobi is yeah. number four of crypto exchange and KuCoin, and they they all had to leave China. They they had they had no chance that they had, they were invited. I, that's what Bobby told me. Um, Bobby Lee he said, yeah, we were invited to the finance minister minister of finance, and they told us yes. Of today, your crypto exchange and they, they had a, quite a large volume of one billion or something. In which country? Uh, in in China. In China. And they were invited. And they, tomorrow, today, you have to close your business. And Bobby Lee said, yes. I said, thank you very much. <laughs> and he went out, and he knew it's gone, it's over, mm-hmm. and that was sure. it. Yeah. yeah. And so, but the the focus is on, on China and Korea, especially Korea has a strong gaming industry. So e-gaming is really popular and gaming and cryptocurrency is very much linked because 
cryptocurrency is based on game theory. So this fits very much together. And that's how we also uh, have a, that's, that's where we have a point where gaming on the one hand side, where you can earn points and incentives like for cryptocurrencies, you earn money when you mine, for instance, like Bitcoin fits together. There's a linkage and that's, that's strong in these countries and the big uh, gambling companies, they are also supporting projects. We see that. Mm -hmm. That's a difference to Europe where we have energy supply chain and more of these classical industry projects. Um, and trading platforms. Yeah, they, they often, that's, that's what they offer. New trading platforms. And and they're good. They, they know what they're doing. They have Mm -hmm. excellent engineers. I mean, their brains are as, as, as as good as ours. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) Of course. So now you were talking about gambling and earning points. Yeah. Uh, that brings us actually to the point of the, the, the word tokenization. Yeah. Um, do you maybe want to explain in a few words what what is meant with tokenization and what you think uh, we can do with that? Yeah. Tokenization is something which, uh, when I was a child, we always went mountain climbing. And then you slept in a hut. yeah. And there you got from the uh, owner of this mountain hut a little coin. It was like looked like a one euro yeah, coin. You had could put it in into the shower and you could shower for three minutes. Yeah, so three minutes is not fast. But I would try to uh, use this coin now probably to explain a bit about tokenization. Uh, tokenization is kind of similar to building a digital twin of something. We have the digital twin already in the machine building industry. What the digital twin in uh, asset means is you could think of, for instance, having a a building complex, many buildings of 100 million of euros, and that you tokenize kind of into 100 million of coins or token. This can be, this is a random example now, but sometimes this could make sense. If you think of this building at the moment, it could be for investors, it could be, you could just buy a short, just small portion of that building. That's now complex. But the reason why this makes sense is just because the present system is not very intelligent. So in fact, This is a solution where the present system has some problems and this is a slightly better one. Maybe it's not the best one and maybe it doesn't make sense and maybe one doesn't need not necessarily blockchain for this. Mm. We have MacCoin, the McDonald's coin. They started this this year in August. They offered a coin. One Big Mac is one coin. One Big Mac, by the way, is also a statistical Mm -hmm. um, unit. You you can compare countries for prices. So interesting. They put a coin in, yeah. They, they put the yeah. coin on the market. Interesting. Without any blockchain. They just put the coin. I think they tested the market. That's where I see also interesting that these large companies use the term coin and they know exactly what they're doing. It's not a uh, funny coincidence. They were testing the market and that tells me, okay, they are also exploring these mm-hmm. big ones. And uh, it's, it's very likely that in the future we'll see maybe some coins. The tokenization, just, just think of a, a road being tokenized. The value of the road is when I walk over that road and maybe use that road, I could also have to pay as a car, as a truck, and we are in road tolling business. So it's not completely stupid. Maybe if you have a tokenized street, which is kind of a digital copy and it has a value and you go through that room, it's geofencing, yeah, with geofencing, geofencing. Um, 
then this could be just used for paying of mobility service, for mm -hmm. instance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just just an idea. Or I enter room, I rent a room. We are here now in the room. We rent this room. You enter here with your mobile phone, and tuck. It, you don't it, have it's to just, do anything. You no, just, you just enter, yeah, and it's, yeah. it, it's the money runs. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it, and by the way, this concept of streaming money was invented by Andreas uh, Antonopoulos. Yeah. It's from 2015. It's nothing certain, so new. But nobody has tried it yet. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to try different uh, systems. I think it didn't work until now because the micropayments were not really possible. In Bitcoin now, I'm yeah. talking from Bitcoin, so yeah. Lightning will be the way for it. But um, you Yeah, we will see whether Lightning will be the way for it. <laughs> I'm not so sure, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I, Lightning, you know, Lightning means that there is a big damage a afterwards. Flash. Yeah, it's a flash. <laughs> and usually maybe a cow or a person yeah. dies or a house burns with Lightning. Maybe we'll yeah. see that too. <laughs> now, maybe, now, I guess, I mean, I was talking with René Picard. He's uh, yeah. one of the, he's not a developer really in the yeah. Lightning project, but he's very close to the developers. Yeah. And... Um, so there's a podcast with René Pickett about the Lightning Network. I mean, he said to me it will take like one or two years until the Lightning Network is really so settled and working so f properly good um, that it can um, start um, really being going big. And um, coming back to mm. what I wanted to say about no, but micro this payments. One and two years, I come from the research field. I say, you. okay, <laughs> multiply it by two and you still have to wait. Yeah, for we'll sure. See. This we'll lightning, the lightning Network is a nice next layer on top of the Bitcoin, but I see big problems coming because at the moment it doesn't fully work. It's it's not working. No, we don't see when really this, this uh, expected scaling effects will take place because what happens if too yes, many channels and it's a channel based system it uses amazon servers we don't know if you have a decentralized a yeah. centralization again back on the back through the back door we don't know that yeah. we'll see i mean yeah also bitcoin is not finished and i think uh yeah, such yeah, yeah. systems are of course. never finished of course so yeah of we'll course. see um okay yeah um that was a great interview thank you robbie is there something that you uh, also want to mention like your yes. famous five minutes <laughs> my famous five minutes so when i, I mean I, I always have a dream that we really have blockchain projects which make sense which is not just about making money just getting rich fast because this concept of getting rich fast they are stupid they're invented by stupid people meant for stupid people and usually they find themselves wonderful and at the end it's even more headache I'm very happy that we have this kind of crash now of Bitcoin because it brings us to the real good project um, which makes sense and I hope that when I in future go out of this room now Anita after your podcast and Bitcoin and co podcast I go out I have my coffee I put my mobile phone there my Bitcoin or whatever cryptocurrency is used the coffee machine orders the coffee itself it will be brought from a nice sustainable source uh, paid with wonderful uh, coffee sustainable token yeah. and then I enter the I don't know tram or metro pay automatically with my cryptocurrency the, the kilometers or with the Vienna token Vienna token Vienna, Vienna Austria Vienna. token And then I go home and enter the door, open with a blockchain uh, encrypted door, enter there, the, maybe the computer is open. Yeah, so that's that's a world I want to create and I want, want 
one day I want to see that. Yes, yes that I, nice. I hope that then, like in five or ten years, we get back together and do another podcast. Good. But I think even early we will do that. Yes, in the meantime, we have uh, coffee outside later yeah, then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, paying good old euro. Yeah, great. So, um, where can my listeners follow you? Ah, yeah. What, what are you working on or what do you publish and where can you re read about your work? Yeah, I have a strong profile in LinkedIn. There I have a lot of followers. It's Robbie Schwertner or Crypto Robbie. If you enter that, you find me there. I have a CryptoRobby.blog and CryptoRobby.com, R-O-B-B-Y, uh, CryptoRobby, that's me. And yeah, uh, I thank you very much also, Anita, and I hope... Bitcoin co-podcast yeah, will come out and then you will have many, we'll also have another chance to talk about the future, what I've said now, that the, when the dream has come true. Exactly. Ah, we'll take a while. <laughs> exactly. Lots of coffee. We'll do that. No, I think there are so many developments in this space so that we can talk maybe next year again. Yes. So I'll Thank be you. happy. Thank you for coming and bye-bye. This was today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast player, share it with your friends and family on Twitter or Facebook, and leave a review on iTunes or YouTube. If you consider to support the show, you can tip me in Bitcoin if you like. You'll find my Bitcoin address on the website at bitcoincopodcast.com forward slash support. If you want to advertise your product or company, please send an email to hello at bitcoincopodcast.com Thanks for listening and have a great day. Audio editing and signation spoken by Katrin Eidenhammer. ID and production by Anita Posch.